0: Good morning. It's nice to be with you uh, at the one time of the year when weather in Minnesota is not much different from weather in Southern California. Uh, For reasons that are unclear to me, very often the word faith seems to carry the connotation of accepting a proposition as true. Uh, To have faith is in the minds of most of, of people around us, To believe, for example, that God exists or that humans have dignity. Now, I don't have trouble with either of these things. I think that they are true. But uh, the concept of faith seems to me to be a little bit uh, distorted by that impression that it has to do with ideas, because faith seems to me to have to do with something else. I want to talk, first of all, about faith in general, and then we'll get to religious faith. There's an old story about a high wire artist who was walking on a high wire across the Niagara Falls. And he was so skillful at walking and he turned around in the middle and he did a little dance in the middle. Everybody was so impressed. He came back to the edge of the high wire and got down and he talked to one of the spectators and he said, Do you believe that I can wheel this wheelbarrow across the wire? And the man, very impressed with how much he had done, said, Yes, I do. And the high-wire artist said, "Okay, get in the wheelbarrow. (laughs) If faith is getting in the wheelbarrow, then it has several aspects. It has to do with trust. It has to do with risk. It has to do with self-involvement. And it has to do with the future. Because even if the high-wire artist had successfully wheeled that wheelbarrow across 100 times, and you were the 101st person, you still wouldn't have sureness or certainty that he'd be able to do it 101 times. When you uh, decided to come to college, you uh, engaged in an act of faith. People had told you that it would be valuable, people had assured you that it would be, you had your own ideas about that, but in the end it was a risk because it was your future, investing your time, your energy, your family's money or your own money, and there was no guarantee that it would yield exactly what you hoped. Um, Looked at in this way, some kind of faith is always inescapable because we live our lives forward rather than backward. We always need to trust in some promise, some idea of what the future might bring in order to make our decisions about how to proceed. It involves our future, it involves trust, it involves risk, and it involves um, uh, uh, some kind of future. Now let me turn to religious faith. Christian faith is one kind of faith. It, too, involves trust, trust that God's promises are trustworthy, and the basic promise is, I will be with you. I will be your God, and you will be my people. The basic promise is one of steadfast love, No matter how much the people of God wander and rebel and forget, God is still there calling them back again. The faith, this kind of trust, is a development out of the trustworthiness of God, a response to that rather than something that we create within ourselves. This kind of faith is also future-oriented. The Bible says that God's goal is shalom, wholeness, justice, peace, among humans, between humans and creation, and between God and human beings. Faith means to orient one's life, one's decisions, one's behavior towards a future that promises shalom. And faith involves risk. The message we get again and again from our society is protect yourself. Accumulate enough power so that you have security. Accumulate enough wealth so you have security but that kind of accumulation does not produce shalom. There is a risk involved in listening to people across the social boundary as shalom requires. There's a risk involved in trying to find common ground Uh, to overcome differences as peacemaking requires. There's risk involved as we see from Jeremiah who was put in a cistern by the king or John the Baptist who was beheaded or Jesus who was executed or my roommate from seminary who was assassinated back in Ethiopia because he refused to lie on behalf of the government. Now I'm not saying that that's exactly the future that faith would have in store for you But doing justice runs into problems from people who profit from injustice. And doing peacemaking runs into problems because the people who prefer violence are not very happy. Trusting is also self-involving. It is not possible to sit on the sidelines and be an agent of justice or sit on the sidelines and be an agent of compassion, or sit on the sidelines and, not, and, and, and become a channel of God's activity in the world. The underlying confidence of faith, of Christian faith, of religious faith, is that God is active in the world. This does not mean that God is controlling everything that happens. It means, instead, that God is empowering and inspiring and respecting our freedom and calling us to use our good judgment, that God is involved behind the scenes, lifting up the poor and breaking down the powerful, feeding the hungry and sending the rich away empty. God's involved in leveling the playing field and achieving some kind of justice. And in the text for today, we hear these words, see the home of God is among mortals precisely at the end vision, when you'd expect, maybe, if you've listened to voices around us, for humans to be somehow raptured up into heaven, at precisely that point, God is coming down to earth to be with us, to share our life. And then says these following words, see, I am making all things new. The people who first heard these words were people who could not see any newness at all they were being persecuted they were being harassed by tribes coming over the boundaries their fields were beaten being chewed up by horses and they were experiencing famine they could see nothing new at all around them but the message is to hang in there because god's future is a future of shalom A future in which God is making all things new. Now what is he doing to make all things new? Precisely what he's been doing all along, leveling the playing field, creating shalom. To have faith is to walk with a God who is doing these things. It is to risk, it is to trust, it is to have a future. One of the reasons I'm here on campus is to help celebrate the Lutheran identity of California Lutheran University. And just to tie this to that, there are at least three things from Luther that seem very consistent with this. One of those things is an emphasis on promise. For Luther, the Bible was not a book of rules. It was a book of promises. Not only a book of ideas, but a book of promises. And faith was to to uh, be trusting in the God who had been so gifting of us as to deserve, uh, gifting to us, as to deserve that kind of trust. And the second theme that was very central for Luther was that God is actively involved in the world, empowering us, inspiring us, and so on. And the third theme that comes from Luther is the theme of vocation. All of us are called. Vocation is to be called, all of us are called to serve our neighbor and to serve the community in every aspect of our lives so that our life in work at work is serving shalom, our life at home is serving shalom, our life in our public discourse and in our citizenship is serving shalom. God says, see I am making all things new. That's the future to which you are invited, the future that channels newness, the future that has risk but also deep purpose, a future that involves getting into the wheelbarrow and not sitting on the sidelines. A future like that is what I wish for you as a result of the good news that comes from this Christian message. Peace to you all, amen.